This is Behind the Mystery. Don't sit back and relax. Sit up and listen. Why? You could save a life. Let's do this. Are you enjoying this podcast and love medical stories? If you want more, be sure to watch the TV version of Behind the Mystery, only on Lifetime's hit morning talk show, The Balancing Act, hosted by Montel Williams and Olga Villaverde. A talk show that addresses issues related to everyday women with a special medical segment highlighting rare diseases. So, if you need your medical entertainment fix, be sure to tune in bright and early at 7.30am on Lifetime to catch new episodes of The Balancing Act and Behind the Mystery Stories. You can watch episodes on thebalancingact.com forward slash rare. 45-year-old John Masala was an avid athlete with a particular affinity for gold. A resident of Westbury, New York, he enjoyed a peaceful and happy life, spending it in the company of two dogs and his wife, whom he had met more than two decades ago. But in 2005, this blissful existence was rocked by an alarming revelation. Back in 2005, I went for a routine physical. After the physical, I received a call from my doctor saying that something was off in my urine and needed to be retested. I took a retest, and then she called me and said, I believe you have something wrong with your kidneys, that we need to see a kidney specialist. Following his doctor's advice, John immediately booked an appointment with a local nephrologist. He received a diagnosis and started treatment right away. He started me on a small dose of prednisone and that there was really nothing to worry about and I could go on with my life. However, the local nephrologist could not have been more wrong. While shopping for more life insurance, John made a startling discovery about his condition. Later that year, I decided to go for some more life insurance, at which point there was a rating class given to me for the insurance. and I had to pay a lot more money for it. And at that point, I was concerned and questioned as to why, if this was nothing I really needed to worry about, why this would be a rating factor. Once I received the denial from the life insurance company, obviously very shocked as I considered myself an athlete, in good shape, played sports my whole life, never really had anything. And since the doctor told me it was nothing to really worry about, obviously I was upset and discouraged getting those results. With such a disturbing reaction from the life insurance company, John realized that there was more to his diagnosis than he had initially been led to believe. This portion was brought to you by the Global Genes Rare Foundation Alliance, a coalition of more than 600 rare disease organizations that believe in the power of collective impact. Foundation Alliance membership provides networking opportunities and effective strategies, tools and resources to help build a foundation's capacity. The Foundation Alliance Leadership Council works directly with Global Genes to strategically advise on matters of the Foundation Alliance. This group of rare disease advocacy leaders has been identified as some of the community's most trusted advisors. To find out more, visit globalgenes.org. John had been diagnosed with an incredibly unusual disease. One that manifests itself in the kidneys yet begins in the gastrointestinal tract. The results are often devastating, with up to 50% of patients becoming at risk of developing end-stage kidney disease 
and possible dialysis within 10 to 20 years. According to nephrologist Dr. Jonathan Barrett of the University of Leicester, this particular disease involves the inflammation of the kidney's filters, which are referred to as the glomeruli. In this condition, these fine filters of the kidney, and there are a million in each kidney, they get deposited with this protein called IgA. And if you think about the glomerulus being a, like a sieve that is sieving your blood and in part cleaning the blood of the toxins that are there, the IgA molecules sludge up this sieve. So they stick to the sieve and they stop that sieve from working well. And the consequence of that is that the kidneys slowly stop working because the inflammation leads to formation of scar tissue in the kidneys. And so over time, when this IgA protein deposits in the kidneys, it leads to inflammation, which then leads to scarring and then leads to loss of kidney function. And in the most severe cases, this loss of kidney function means patients need to have dialysis or a kidney transplant. Those diagnosed with this disease could also develop progressive kidney failure, which in turn could lead to high blood pressure. And we also know that high blood pressure damages kidneys and therefore you can end up in a vicious cycle of having kidney problems that cause high blood pressure and high blood pressure that then causes further kidney problems. This means that as a nephrologist, Dr. Barrett's main priority when handling patients with this disease is making sure that their blood pressure levels remain stable and under control. However, this isn't the only challenge that doctors face when tackling this particular disease. Most patients don't actually know they have the disease. They don't have any symptoms. And actually the way that we identify they have kidney disease is through doing tests of the urine or tests of the blood, or potentially picking someone up who has high blood pressure or an abnormal blood test. There is a small number of patients that will present passing fresh red blood in their urine when they pick up a cough or a cold. And that will obviously come to people's attention and they will present to their doctor and that then triggers a referral to a kidney doctor. But the vast majority of people are actually picked up when they go for a health insurance check or they want a mortgage or they're starting a new employer and it, the abnormal finding just triggers a chain of investigations and finally comes up with the diagnosis. And certainly when I speak to patients, it's the shock of being given a diagnosis, being given a disease for them to deal with when they actually feel very well. Given how difficult it is to spot this disease, its diagnosis often comes as a huge surprise to patients, most of whom had absolutely no idea that they were suffering from a debilitating kidney disease. This was exactly what John Masala experienced. He only received his diagnosis after a routine checkup resulted in several red flags. But, had he not gone in for a physical, he likely wouldn't have been diagnosed at all, especially since he did not recognize any of the symptoms. Looking back on it, um, I was probably more tired than I should have been. I did see some foam in the urine. Here is what we know so far. This rare disease begins in the gastrointestinal tract. Some patients experience fatigue and notice foam in their urine. This disease could also develop progressive kidney failure. It can lead to high blood pressure. 
In some cases, patients who are sick with a cough or a cold can experience the passing of fresh blood in their urine. And 50% of patients can develop end-stage kidney disease and possible dialysis within 10 to 20 years. Have you any idea what the diagnosis is? Let's get back to the episode and see how close you got on getting the right diagnosis. Despite its severity, no treatment options have been approved for this disease, which meant that John had no choice but to take the medication recommended by his specialist, even if it meant experiencing its crippling side effects. The doctor suggested a high dosage of prednisone as a way to try and manage progression of this disease. In taking that treatment, I had many of the side effects of prednisone, such as insomnia, severe weight gain, muscle weakness, irritability. Those were just some of the side effects of that six-month dose of prednisone. The medication prednisone, however, is neither a treatment nor a cure. Rather, it was prescribed to John only as a way to manage the disease in a bid to stop its further progression. Because no treatment is available to those diagnosed with this disease, a care plan is often provided instead. This usually involves a healthy lifestyle combined with medication management, immunosuppressives to reduce inflammatory response and turn off abnormal IgA production, and non-immunosuppressives, which are used to lower the blood pressure and reduce the amount of protein in the urine. Now that we've heard John's incredible story and Dr. Barrett's expert assessment, were you able to diagnose the rare disease that they were talking about? In summary, John had been feeling more tired than usual and reported seeing foam in his urine. He received his diagnosis after a routine physical exam identified issues in his kidneys. While he would later learn more about the severity of this disease, doctors initially assured him that he had nothing to worry about. As the symptoms became harder to ignore though, John was forced to finally take medication to ensure that the disease wouldn't result in the further deterioration of his kidneys. So, have you figured it out yet? If you guessed IgA nephropathy, then you're correct. While no treatment options exist for this disease, it hasn't stopped nephrologists from hoping that one will be developed soon, due to the severity of the disease and the extreme health risks that it poses to patients. So in those patients whose kidney function does deteriorate and they lose kidney function and need dialysis or a transplant, Kidney transplantation is by far the best option if that's available. Unfortunately, patients with IgA nephropathy are at risk of this IgA nephropathy coming back in the new kidney. And in some patients, that can lead to that kidney failing as well and needing either another kidney transplant or the need for dialysis. And therefore, it is really important that we understand how best to treat this disease, both for those patients before they get to dialysis and a kidney transplant, but also those patients who receive a kidney, because we want to keep that kidney transplant as healthy as possible. For Dr. Barrett, more research is needed before the medical world can arrive at a treatment option capable of curing IgA nephropathy. However, John hopes that one will be developed soon. I felt like I was doing everything right while on prednisone. 
I changed my eating habits, tried to eat even healthier, stopped drinking alcohol, got on a sleep schedule where I felt I was doing everything possible to try and manage the progression of IgA. But right before Thanksgiving, I was got a phone call after blood results and the fear obviously was true this time in the sense that the prednisone was not working. The numbers started to increase, at which point the doctor said that there was nothing else he could do and I would have to see an IgA specialist. Under this new specialist, John joined a clinical trial for patients diagnosed with IgA nephropathy. Its results so far have been overwhelmingly positive. For more information on IgA nephropathy, visit our website at thebalancingact.com forward slash rare. This episode is brought to you by The Balancing Act, Lifetime's longest running morning talk show, hosted by Montel Williams and Olga Villaverde. If you love your medical stories, be sure to tune in bright and early to watch riveting topics and catch behind the mystery segments talking about rare and genetic diseases. You can also get more information and watch all the episodes on thebalancingact.com forward slash rare. This podcast was developed by Catapult Communications. Executive producer, Molly Major. Carrie Levy. Produced by G. Marcel Costa. Written by Kayla DeLeon. And narrated by Chris harris Beachy. Please visit thebalancingact.com forward slash rare to learn more about the show and listen to other episodes. We hope you have enjoyed this season of Behind the Mystery. Please remember to subscribe and leave us a comment. We would love to hear from you. And remember, our goal is awareness. So feel free to share the podcast with everyone you know. Why? Because you could save a life.